everybody. It's trade deadline eve, and we are recording at the perfect time because we just got some big news real quick. This episode is brought to you by Ziggy's Shop, Smoke Shop 209. Follow them on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209 on Instagram. And let's jump right into it. Guys, we just had, right when we were about to jump on and record this podcast, a big Woj bomb. The Kings have made a trade. They send Dwayne Dedman to back to Atlanta for Jabari Parker and Alex Len, along with uh, two second-round picks the Kings are sending. So uh, one this year in 2020 and one next year in 2021. Let's get right into it. Instant thoughts. Eric, jump on board. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Super excited uh, to, to be doing this podcast uh, tonight. And, and, and I wanted to get, go first on this because um, for two reasons. One is, is Ryan and I have really been talking about Jabari Parker for several years. He's been a guy that I think he's, um, I think he's really productive and in, a, in the right role. He's a good player. He doesn't cost a lot of money. Um, if you look at his stats, he's averaging 15 points a game this year. The guy scores points and he can, he can kind of stretch the floor a little bit. He, he's a, he's a solid player. So he was always a guy that we looked at that we thought that could, just be a, a player to have and when we did our trade machine special two weeks ago um you know i i one of the trades i had put out there was Dwayne deadman and uh bogdanovich to um o- over to atlanta for evan turner and jabari parker and um i guess the the reason i did that is i and, and as we go in this conversation i want to see what you guys' thoughts are is that i thought he was going to take the incentive to take on the Deadman contract. And really, I've been thinking that for pretty much since the start of the season. I thought that the Kings were going to have to incentivize Deadman's contract to get something back. And um, the fact that they were able to pull this trade off and all it cost them was one of their uh, abundance of second-round picks from this year and next year, and then to get back Jabari Parker, the target player, and then even Alex Len, who was a high draft pick. Those are two high former high draft picks. So... Um, there's some some talent that maybe is untapped. They're extremely young. Uh, Jawari Parker is still only 24 years old, and he can play the power four position. Honestly, guys, uh, the way this season's been going, we've been like really like hard on the Kings all year. But I'm excited tonight. I like the move, and I'm glad Deadman's off the Kings. Let's go, Ryan. Go, man. All right, so Eric, mad props, dude. That's a you know, that's an I told you so moment. That's awesome. Uh, first thoughts with the trade big plus we've been talking about Deadman for months now about uh, him potentially being a, being a piece to move for Sacramento uh, really happy that they did it again Jabari Parker young athletic he he gets buckets dude that's that's essentially what he, he just gets buckets uh, he doesn't play much defense okay he doesn't rebound too well but he's athletic I think the Kings are definitely going to bring him off the bench dude that's a big time spark uh, very happy we unloaded that crap contract with Deadman. Alex Len, pretty much just a throw-in piece, but he's a big seven-footer. Uh, might be some untapped potential there, but overall, um, great move by Vladi. I know we've been super critical of Sacramento's front office, but a uh, real solid move. Also, uh, just looking ahead, if Parker does pan out well, he has a an option for next year, just $6.5 million, so fairly cheap if he does happen to return to the Kings. Yeah. And that that's important, man. The Kings lack of, uh, you know, if we, the Kings lack of scoring off the bench, man, is that's, that's big. And we've been talking about that for a while. And I, you know, him, if they continue to keep bringing buddy off the bench, Jabari and buddy, man, that's, 
that's good stuff right there, man. I, I'm very excited. The one knock on this trade will be that, yes, Jabari Barker has been often hurt going back to his first year in the league. But, you know, when you're the Sacramento Kings, you're a bad team. you got to take a fire on guys like this and hope that when they come here that those problems are avoided. And it's great that they can take that risk with the cheap contract. Dude, Jabari Parker in 32 games this year in only 26 minutes, guys, 15 points, 6 rebounds. Okay, 15 points and six rebounds. I mean, for everybody who loves Rashawn Holmes, which I like Rashawn Holmes, um, not saying he's going to be the defensive impact, but as far as just the statistical output, that is that's that's right there. And and who knows? We can get into this in later podcasts because I know we have a lot to cover tonight. But um, this, you know, Jabari Parker has the type of talent. I mean, he was drafted number two overall just a couple years ago. He's 24. He has the type of talent to where. he potentially could play alongside. He has the skill set to to play alongside Bagley, and who knows what this guy could do in 32 minutes. I'm not saying it's a star, superstar move. This move ultimately was about getting the Deadman contract out of here. That's what the move was about. The fact that they got a productive player like this, that we're even talking about playing next to or, or starting or whatever, getting even production out of it is crazy to me. And so shout out again. Like you said, Ryan, we've been extremely critical of the front office. Not tonight. Like, not tonight. I'm not going to hit him. Yeah, and I I can already hear it, man. People, national media-wise and stuff, I can hear them, uh, you know, already. I I feel like Jabari Parker gets, he gets a lot of hate because I feel like, uh, you know, he doesn't play defense, dude. He's probably one of those guys that, like, on the stat sheet plus minus, is it's probably not very good. And, you know, I hear hear a lot of crap about the dude, but we've been preaching all year young athletic pieces. And we got it, and I'm excited. This is... Honestly, it's fucking sick, dude. This is great. I'm just excited that and contract's out of here, I man. Know, that Demon contract's I know. out. And Eric, just to touch back on your trade machine proposal with the Hawks regarding or involving Parker a few weeks ago. So you had, I just want to make this clear for the listeners and myself, you had Deadman and Bogdanovich in that, correct? I did. And, and and the reason I did that is I thought I really thought the Kings were going to have to incentivize the Deadman contract. And I was in, in I was OK with them incentivizing the Deadman contract. And, and the reason is I included I included Evan Turner back because Evan Turner has 19 million expiring. And uh, still, like I thought if the Kings would have to get rid of Deadman and Bogey, that might as well get Jabari Parker, who is a talented player who I knew they, they would offload. And then get the expiring it and Turner and save yourself twenty million next year. That, that's what I thought about the trade. And honestly, dude, I've not read that anywhere. I heard, heard no rumors. That was purely just me. Um, I saw. I kind of saw the pieces. You know, I saw the pieces. Okay, so basically, Vladi pulled off a better deal than you even proposed, and also that obviously means Bogdan Bogdanovich is still available to move. He is still available to move. Yeah. And so exactly. Okay. And go that, ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that, no, I, that, it's it's right. And now, like maybe it can become more of a pure talent swap then uh, for Bogdanovich if they choose to move him. You well, know, and, and they I, don't and they don't have to worry about including him. Yeah, and I I think all three of us have seen you know articles on Twitter and stuff. People saying the Kings are still comfortable with holding on to him, and who knows, he probably won't get moved, but. Who knows after this move? Because it kind of like shot us into a, you know, like we weren't we weren't ready for it. We literally, again, we're just getting ready to record and boom, you know, we get this update from Twitter. So unless you've been under a rock, we've been wanting bogey moved all year and uh, we've been on this. 
The Kings are 19 and 31. They've underachieved pretty much way less than we've expected. They've uh, had some injury issues, but the one thing we've been constant on on Kings cast is the Kings need to move Bogdan Bogdanovich to affect the future. So I one last time before the deadline tomorrow at noon is the deadline. <clears throat> Let's get into pros and cons of keeping Bogey. Okay, I want to jump into that. So whoever wants to go first, what are the pros of keeping Bogdan Bogdanovich? Okay, so we're going to do pros for each of us, and then we're going to come back and do the cons. Is, is that what we're – Yep. That's the way we're saying – okay. So pros, um, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a great shooter. He's, he's a good playmaker. Uh, the guy does – you know, he, he does a lot of things well. He doesn't play defense, but, you know, him, him coming off the bench for most of the season and averaging 14 points a game and shooting very well from three-point, that can help any team. Um, you know, and he hasn't been costing us any money, but – yeah, my pro is pretty much good shooter, good playmaker off the bench, can handle the ball, can honestly play one, two, and if they really wanted to, he can play the three. It's happened before, but yeah, that's my pros for Bogey. Um, I'm going to take a different approach. I know you put the question out there, and I want to respect the question, but really, I, you know, man, my, my pros, There's, I don't think there's a pro to, to keeping him. Um, the only pro I could see to keeping him is if uh, they were some – way able to offload like I, they can't even trade buddy hills right now so i guess if they were looking to move harrison barnes in right now which they're not they're not going to be able to do like okay i guess you could afford to pay him and then at that point you can keep him on your roster but i don't think that's what they should do um part of me wonders okay if they if the kings at this point value buddy hill or Bogdanovich more than Buddy Hield? I don't. It's not my opinion, but maybe they do. Okay. And, you know, perhaps the Kings are looking ahead and saying, we sign Bogey for the 18 million and then we can move Buddy Hield in the offseason. Right. Um, and then we kind of move forward that direction. So that would be a pro. I mean, Bogdanovich, we've, I've maintained that. I don't dislike the guy. He's a good player and he's a player that you can have on your team, especially next to, uh, a point guard who is extremely athletic and is really getting to the hoop right now. It's nice to have an off ball type of player like that who can also handle the ball, right? And shoot. But um, anyway, the point I'm, I guess I'm trying to make is that um, I don't like the dire that direction because if the Kings, the, what will come first is Bogdanovich, them having to match whatever offer he gets. Right. And then um, if they're looking to move buddy, that's super risky because in order to sign bogey you're locking up a lot of money right away and then you're chancing on being able to to move buddy healed and so um i maintain and i've maintained from the beginning that the king should avoid putting themselves in a situation where they're in cap a uh, cap position they'll lose leverage and that's what would happen if they sign bogey they lose cap leverage and then when they need to sign someone or me to make a move they're gonna have to pay to get out of it and so uh risky play if they were to sign him yeah, uh, you stole my you stole my thunder, basically. Uh, Ryan, I want to hear your thoughts on the cons of keeping Bogdan Bogdanovich. Well, since Eric just went on his rant and pretty much said exactly what we're going to do, um, you know, I, I tried to stick to the question. You said pros, and I was thinking, like, there's not really a lot of pros, so I try to bullshit my way to, hey, you know, he is, you know, he is a good player, but uh, no, seriously, uh, cons. No filter for Eric. Yeah, you know, my so, bad. No, you're, <laughs> you're good, you're good, you're good. Hey, that's what, that's what we're here for. Uh, cons, though, it, it's pretty much what Eric said. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to, 
you know, restrict yourself cap wise. Uh, I and I we talked about this last week. The dude is like, what, what do we say? Is he 27 or 28? I always forget. But 27. Anyways, he's 27. Okay. The con of it is he doesn't fit the timeline. All right. He's, you know, again, he's not that young. And I know we went in last week about the core of this and blah, blah, blah. You know, he he's a little older. He doesn't fit the timeline. And to me, that's the biggest part of this. It, 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 it has less to do with the money. It has more to do with his age and, uh, you know, the timeline of honestly championship window wise for Sacramento. Uh, so that, that's it for me. The, so the cons, it's it's like, and, and I'm sorry, I, I did go on a little tangent. I guess I tend to do that. Good but, man. Um, yeah. The point the point of it is though was I was saying is like, the pro would be if they sign him, he could play here. But in order for them to really do that, that would mean that Buddy would need to get moved, and that's the point I was making. And I was basically making that that's a risky scenario. But the the con, okay. What are we doing? Cons? Yeah, the con to him being here is it, yeah, the obvious uh, cap, uh, you know, locking up the cap. But ultimately, here's the con. The guy's not worth 18 million to me. And I, I he's just not. He's not worth 18, 19 million. He's not. And I'll maintain that. The guy's worth 13 million to me. And if, if you said he's here for 13, I'd be like, hey, cool. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's go. Right. But he's not. He's going to be signed for a lot. Um, and so that's the ultimate con. And and it's, you know, to reiterate all the points I've been making since November, you know, even October, actually, is is that, um, you, you know, the Kings are probably going to be like a 28 win team this year. And so, like, why are we so quick to lock up the guys who are here? You know, like, what does that do? What uh, set us up to be another 28 win, 30 win team next year? At this point, like, you see what's here. It's done. Like, just move on like move on let him go like stop phone let him go yeah you, you just touched on a good point man uh you know they're gonna be a 28 team win why lock up guys who are here you know that that that's that's very important because it's not like he's again not like darren fox where he's 2021 or bagley 2021 the guy's old man <laughs> this is the best you're gonna get from bogdanovich he is in his prime now and i, I you know it all goes back to everything we've been talking about for months, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse. But Eric, you, you you hit it, you hit it right on the head, man. And and you know maybe we should beat the dead horse because this is kind of our last chance. And and part of the thing I wanted to put out there, and I wanted to talk a little bit more about this. Nice, we've been saying this, so like, you know, if if they don't trade him, basically if they trade him, then we were kind of right all along, and all the hate we got early on was, uh, you know, we were right, uh huh, right. But if he doesn't get traded, which may be likely. Um, then we, we, dude, now we're saying we can say our piece now and we'll probably come back again when we record this weekend and we can and give our reaction what happened one way or the other. And honestly, I think we're just going to be, I don't, I don't, and guys out there, cause I interact with you on there. I don't want to be right about this. Like, I don't want them to sign him. And then for, for what I think is going to happen where they, they suck next year and then they're locked. I don't want that to happen. Like I'm a Kings fan at the end of the day, everybody like I am. And let's. That's just what I want. I want that to happen. And so that's where it comes from. It's just, I just got to be real. You know, I, we've got to be real about it. And, um, you know, I want to bring up this guy today who I guess he writes for something. I guess I follow him. He's a draft analyst or second. Brian West, the guy put something out there and he said that the, that, that the, that Bogdanovich is their second best player. And like, dude, like Mr. Brian, 
what do you dude if the second best player on a 28 team and 28 win team and you want to lock a guy up what's that saying you know and that's kind of all the only point i'm trying to make to everybody is like just think about that you know go ahead i have kind of an on the no you're good i have kind of an on the fly question so if you guys aren't prepared just shut me up and you know we'll move on but does the Trade that literally just happened about 20 minutes ago involving Deadman back to Atlanta and us rece- or the Kings receiving Jabari Parker. Does that move affect or increase or decrease the chances of Bogey actually getting moved? Or do, are we, are we, do you guys think it's the same as if that trade never happened? I think it decreases the chances of Bogey being moved to LA. Okay, so... It, let me let me you know break this down real quick. When we did our trade special and stuff, we had you know one of the potential moves was Bogdanovich going to the Lakers and uh, you know Kuzma coming over to to Sacramento. And there's been chats about it and stuff. Supposedly the Kings offered Beale, so whatever. Uh, I think this decreases the chances of of us going after Kuzma because Kuzma he he's kind of a a big three stretch four kind of guy, just like Jabari Parker. And uh, with already having Harrison Barnes, you know, it's kind of going to turn into a log jam there in uh, at that three, four spot. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know, you know, what the Kings are looking out outside of other teams. But that that was the main one for me. I remember my big trade was like, yeah, that Kuzma bogey when I really, you know, I thought there was a high percentage of that happening. But this news today, a couple minutes ago, that that definitely decreases the chances. I don't think it, 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 we can say it increases or decreases because really <clears throat> the motivation to trade Bogdanovich is that is he worth paying the amount of money that he's expected to make, right? So that's that's the reason. So Deadman didn't wasn't really a factor into that except for that Deadman ate into the cap space. Now I just pulled up Alex Lennon's contract, which is expiring at four million. All right, so if we do the math and and um, <clears throat> you know if if we do the math on it, the Kings are essentially going to free up some money between Deadman, you know, after, if you look at after this year and you look at six, the six plus four and a half. So we'll call it like 11 between Jabari Parker and Alex Len. Okay. And then you subtract Alex Len's expiring, which is four and a half from, uh, from Deadman's 13. I know I'm getting crazy, but just basically the math essentially at falling off of this year by shedding Deadman's contract and by shedding Alex Len's contract and the difference between Jabari Parks, the Kings essentially saved themselves like nine million or something with quick math. And so maybe they have some space now to, to give that money and make the difference to Bogdanovich. It just increases cap. So maybe now there's some fr- basically freed up money to sign Bogdanovich. Maybe that was the motivation. But also, I this is mostly what I hope because again, I even though you have the freed up money, I still don't think that it's worth using it on Bogdanovich, right? But what this does allow the Kings to do is it allows them to, like I said, when we start, when we kicked it off, is to use Bogdanovich as a true talent asset, right? There's no strings attached to him if you to move him. Previously, we thought that they were going to have to tie a $13 million two-year guaranteed deal onto it, and it was going to get the return back less. Now they can say, bogey, contender, give us things worth things back, which means give us unprotected pick. Give us a young player. Follow me. I hope I didn't go crazy off there, but that's like my bang bang on it. No, yeah, that that, that makes sense, man. That's that's good. Um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I I just 
It, this is gonna be crazy, dude. I we've been waiting like months. Seriously, we've been talking about this crap since like November, man. So this is just like, I you know I got a lot of adrenaline going right now, dude. The Deadman thing hit as we were coming on, dude. So I'm just you know this is the best time of the year, man. Best time of NBA season. Well, I here here's the thing. Uh, let's let's just tell everybody straight out. We were gonna record three days ago. We had some serious technical difficulties. So now <laughs> we're meeting, and we were gonna go over some trade ideas. And now I feel like with what just happened with this trade, I hella want to do real quick, maybe just one or two bogey ones each. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, I got I actually just as you know, as we've been sitting here, I've been, you know, messing around looking at stuff and I I have one that I would like to. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I have one. Okay, I have one, too. So who do you want you guys want to go first? No, go ahead, Doug. Throw it out. You can start us off, dude. Okay, so I think mine, and I only had, uh, wait, how many did I have? I had two involving him, but I'm going to do the one, and I think this one's more relevant actually now to the fit, and we've had this name floated around um, so that the name won't be like a surprise, but I think if you fit in with the current roster, even after the Parker and Len trade, so I have the Kings trading Bogey and, and Bielitsa, to the Pacers to get Miles Turner. Now, this what this does, obviously, we don't have to worry about Bogey and, and bringing it back long-term. And Bielitsa's uh, trade value this year shot up, in my opinion. I think I think we've discussed that before. Uh, Miles Turner's under contract for three more years after this year at 18 per. It's not a huge contract. He's only 24 years old. The Pacers would get two shooters that can push them into the Eastern Conference, possibly finals. Uh, you can pair him up with Oladipo, Warren, Sabonis, and Brogdon. And uh, I think the Pacers would be all about that. I think it would shoot him into being contenders. They finally get their shooter that they've been looking for. They get two of them. And the Kings would get a rim protector, again, who's only 23-24, who could become an automatic double-double next year alongside Bagley. And I think especially since Deadman just got traded and also – uh, if you're sending Bielitz in this trade, you, you got to get some size back and you're getting one of the young, promising, up-and-coming big guys in return. So I think it's very relevant to the trade that just happened. This would be awesome. It'd be a great deadline if this went down as well. It would be. That's a good That's a good trade, Doug. Um, I, the, I put it in. The, the trade was accepted in trade machine. Um, yeah, that's that's. I like that one. And, and, and when you kind of... Th- I wasn't prepared to do a trade machine, honestly, right now with Chess Bogey. And so... Um, when you put that out there, that's kind of the first guy I went to. So I'll let Ryan go and see if he takes the one I'm going to put out there. But if not, um, I might have a good one for you. No, you should be all right. I kind of just did this on the fly. And this was coming off of, you know, when we were all texting earlier this morning when Doug was talking about, um, you know, Doug really, really loves this guy, Kelly Oubre. Uh, yeah, this is exactly yeah. where I was <laughs> going to go. Yeah. With yeah. Doug, Doug's real high on Kelly Oubre. I'll give it to him. That's his guy. <laughs> Uh, you know, supposedly there's some chatter. Phoenix supposedly uh shopping the dude. Okay. Uh <laughs> you know, so I went ahead, threw it in the trade machine, trying to see what we could do. And I have Bogdanovich and Bielisa getting traded for Ubre. All right. And uh go ahead, Doug. Is that good for you? I Doug's over here rubbing his hands. I'm salivating. <laughs> uh and my reasoning for this, okay, is if Phoenix is shopping him, I think it has to probably do with a little bit of uh money. I think it's a money reason. Let me go ahead and bring up his contract real quick. I want to say it's like two years and 15 mil left. Um, if I'm not mistaken, let me click on it here real quick. 
He had two years at 15.6 Kelly Oubre is 15 million. 15.6 mil. All right. Kelly Oubre averages 18 and a half points and 6.7 rebounds. All right. The dude's 24. Okay. Giving Bogdanovich up to them. I know it's a, you know, I, I, I think Phoenix is trying to clear some money. Okay. With this trade. So I, I really don't, they, I really don't think they're too worried about how much they're going to get back. I was going to give them Bielisa because Bielisa is such a great three-point shooter for the four position. I think next to DeAndre Ayton, uh, Bielisa, Bielisa would be fantastic. All right. And then Bogdanovich is kind of just that, uh, you know, he's an expiring contract. He's definitely an asset, you know, that somebody like uh, Phoenix could re-sign and keep, especially because they have Tyler Johnson. Um, coming off on an expiring deal in the summer, um, and outside of outside of Tyler Johnson and Kelly Oubre, they are really really thin at the guard position. All right, they have guys like Javon Carter, uh, you know, and that that's about it, honestly, guard wise. And I I think uh, Devin Booker, Bogdanovich next to each other, I think that can be uh, you know a good duo. Uh, but the big piece of it is just Bielisa, man. I think Bielisa next to DeAndre Ayton is, man, that can be sub- moving forward for Phoenix. I think that's a great move for them. And then obviously we get Kelly Oubre, athletic, six foot six, six foot seven guy, uh, young, and can, can pretty much do it all, man. So that's that was my one that just kind of popped in my head real quick. Like it. I like it. Two good trades, guys. Way to start it off. And, um, I think that's, you know, and, and my note on, on Bielisa, my guy BJ Lisa, is that, um, <laughs> you know, at the start of the season, I was a hater. I'll be straight up. I was a hater. I did not like that guy last year. I thought he shot too much. But this year, he's been extremely productive. He is a good player. I, I like him. He he's he might be the best three-point shooter on the Kings this year, um, which is, you know, you got a guy in the three-point shootout. And so uh, saying that's, you know, that means something. So um, I like the trades. Um, Brian, that was the exact trade I was going to put out there. And honestly, Doug, that was a tra- the one you said I was looking at. So um, the trade I'm going to go to is one. I'm going to dig deep in the pocket because we, you know, originally on Sunday, we were planning on doing a, a trade machine episode, like our final one. And we had some different trades on the table. And I'm pulling this one out of my out of what I had uh, last week. OK, um, and this one's kind of cool. It's a cool fantasy trade, if you will. But I, I think it is there's some uh, there's some potential of it can it, it can happen. Okay, you ready for it? It's um, uh, basically Bogdanovich for uh, Kyle Kuzma, um, which which is the one that obviously has been floated out there, and, and the Kings apparently shot that down. So um, that means the Kings are currently they did not shut it down. No, I'm shaking my head because they right? shot it down. And I'm upset. That's what. I, that's why I'm shaking my head. Not if you uh, do. I was like, that's, that's, that's the, I was like, am I wrong? No. I was like, I'm pretty sure I heard that. Okay, so yeah, I heard the Kings shot that no, down. Which yeah, I shake my, my head fault. too. Um, so so which means like the Kings are in some position of leverage in this trade between the both of them. And so um, with that, I, I'm going to include Avery Bradley, who Avery Bradley dude is is a cool player. He played for the Celtics on playoff teams, like. He could totally handle. Um, and he's only twenty nine. You know, only. I mean, two years older than, than than Bogey, but he can handle the backup point guard role for sure. Um, and then the last guy is, is Demarcus Cousins, which you know he wouldn't even report to Sacramento. But oh uh, I, in in this scenario, basically Bradley Cousins and Kuzma, the money the money adds up to ten million. It, it, the money adds up. Um, 
and Kuzma would be part of the plans moving forward and Bradley would be here at least through next year and then he would actually play. I think it would make the Kings better. But it, it, the point of it would be, it'd be pretty crazy if DeMarcus Cousins came back to Sacramento on a basically make the salary work type of deal. That would be pretty nuts, you know? Um, and maybe, am I wrong? I'll put this out there. I, the trade machines allow me to do it, but are there rules about trading a guy who's like, out for the season like that? No, there's poten- there no, there's potential that he's going to come back this year. Supposedly, that's what that's what I'd be hearing, man. You know, Eric, it's funny you bring that up because I was reading something the other day, and it's like someone asked, or they they said, I don't know why people always get it mixed up with two K because you can tr- you can actually trade injured dudes in the real life, but you can't on a video <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Cowbell Kingdom, dude. That's what those guys, you know. Oh. Hey, you're just taking shots uh, at just, people, bro. Because that, question, that question was hella relevant. Well, you just know, yeah, you, I don't you know. Just know that, first off, DeMarcus Cousins coming back to sack, Grant Napier's going to lose his shit, okay? Might have a heart attack oh and die. God. And then taking shots at Cowbell Kingdom in their... Uh, Whatever the hell they got going on, that's that's awesome, man. Hey, gang, gang out here, dude. I don't even care. Hey, hey, I don't know. Carmichael Dave might like it though. He, him and Boogie were boys. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah, Carmichael you know, Dave came around, man. That guy's came around. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. Come around, Carmichael Dave. Yeah, man. Big fan. And, big and fan Carmichael now. Dave was all. And I'll say, Carmichael Dave, he was always super cool. It was just like last year for a little bit. He called me, he called me a bitch or a sissy <laughs> or soft or something, and <laughs> and it. It kind of hurt my feelings, but not really because I just I think he does. You know, man, I give it to the guys. Even Grant is that those guys deal with so much, so many idiots out there. Like I understand that they talk shit back and they're quick to respond to people, but um, yeah, Carmichael Dave has come around. So shout out to you. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap it up. Uh, this was a fun episode because I think of the obvious, the the trade right. Like literally three minutes before we started recording this episode was awesome. So uh, I think that was really good. Just to recap, the Kings are getting uh, Jabari Parker and Alex Len. Uh, the Kings are sending Dwayne Dedman back to Atlanta. Also, I saw that it's the 20 and 21st second round picks from the Kings, and they're keeping their own picks. So they're giving up Houston and the other one, I think. But which is better because obviously the Kings – like every year, we'll have a higher second-round pick than the other teams involved. <laughs> <laughs> so, get on your part again, Vlade. So, again, for Kings Cast, Defresh, Eric, and Ryan, go Kangs. 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 Thank you for listening to the Kangs Cast podcast. Look for new episodes weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Kang's Cast. Like on Facebook, and subscribe on iTunes and Spotify.